blob, blobity, blob, 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 blob. No, I'm just practicing Aquinian. Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. I have here with me my good friend and my comrade, uh, even though he's not a uh, Russian uh, comrade. Uh, get it? Uh, Russian. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, for all everybody. Da. Uh, da. Yep. Mm-hmm. Privet. Yes. Yeah. Whatever that means. Privet Russia. That means that's hello. the name of like a <laughs> techno song from the nineties. That's only. That's all I know. Privet dalzvodanya. Oh, yeah, I know so much yeah. stuff from what uh, Goldeneye, that Nintendo sixty four game. Uh, <sighs> the best double uh, uh, seven game in ever. That's like my knowledge of the Russian language, though. Was where it comes uh-huh. from is double seven Goldeneye, yeah. And also, Mister Bond, I have expected you, and then uh, you like uh, have a cat in your hand. For a long time, the only German I knew was from. Uh, uh, that Wolfenstein 3D uh, they would scream in German when they died so the only thing I knew was like death phrases in German <laughs> so it, it wasn't what I learned first in, in German ich komme gleich I don't know what does that mean I come soon guess where I learned that from <laughs> uh, the taxi uh, driver Yes, the taxi the driver. Taxi yeah, because you were on your way somewhere to the embassy, right? Mm. Yep. <laughs> and you're gonna be there in a, a short amount of time. That must be what you're talking about, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, got it. Uh, uh, someone else that wished they were in German because they also surrender. <laughs> See what I did there? They, they, Run, yeah, they did kind of yeah. suspended. Yeah. <laughs> Run the Santos. Uh, Florida Governor DeSantis suspended Republican presidential campaign last Sunday, ending his 2024 bid for the White House just before the New Hampshire primary uh, and then endorsing Donald Trump. This decision leaves Trump and Nikki Haley as the two major candidates remaining in the race uh, ahead of yesterday's New Hampshire primary. Um, I like how this article is written by Steve Peoples. That's is that it sounds like they just we weren't using ai it was called steve peoples it's like they're it's like the pen name for ai i'm definitely a person i'm steve peoples it's like an alien name if they came yeah. down to earth yeah i, I promise you i'm 110 percent real it's like the if in third rock from the sun their boss would be named steve peoples yeah um uh. That's such a good game. No, such a... Why did I say game? Oh, I know why I said game. Because you and me were talking about the best James Bond game. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but uh, how do you feel about this? Are you happy? I mean, it's interesting just because it... he, uh, he was number two in the last primary. So for him mm-hmm. to drop out and Haley not to drop out yet, which we'll talk about 
uh, yesterday's primary in a second. That's mm-hmm. interesting in that he has more support, but she has more money. And so she feels like she has more backing to continue just because she's not spending her money. And he was probably spending a lot of his money, is my guess. I don't know. What do you you think that's accurate? I I, I think you're on the money, uh, as they say. Another thing people I... said was that he was just in there this whole time to, like, uh, drop out to back Trump. That was, like, his whole plan. And Vivek was also doing the same thing i don't know if that's 100 percent true like, well i think it i think it's more on vivek's side than i think it's on uh DeSantis side i actually think DeSantis tried i'm not sure vivek tried to be honest well i think guess more like uh vivek i think always had planned on dropping out uh and maybe DeSantis didn't always plan on dropping dropping out but I, I think in the back of their that campaign's mind it was always like the real goal is like a vice president or a cabinet position more than ever like trying to win the nomination I think that's true for yeah both the other two I agree uh, I will say this there's absolutely no chance in hell uh, Ron DeSantis is going to be his running mate I don't believe that for one second I think it's I did think it's more plausible that uh, Vivek will do it than DeSantis. Um, I think there's too much. I just think there's the, too much. Hate. All the rumors, rumors right now is it's going to be a woman and not Nikki Haley. Um, right. That's what everybody's that saying. It's the rumors, yes. And that it might be, what's her name, the Arizona lady? Um, yes. Uh, crazy McCracism. Yeah. Yes. And then there's a couple other people being floated around, but... <laughs> All no, of the names true. I've heard floated have been female vice president uh, candidates yeah. for Trump. I mean, it doesn't mean anything, really. But another one, no. the only male I've heard is his son, which I don't really believe, Don Jr. I mean, that would be the most funny one. Well, I think the idea there is that he, let's say Trump does get arrested and go to jail, then mm-hmm. Don Jr. would be second in line and it would like keep the family in power. That's, like, Mm -hmm. everybody's, like, conspiracy behind that. I don't know if I believe that. I don't think Donald Trump trusts any of his children. (laughs) No. Especially after the daughter he really wants to do it with uh, really stabbed him in the back. Do you think that's a possibility, though? His daughter going in as VP? Um... Hmm. With her husband, I could see it making a lot of like rich donors and other people happy. Because her husband I is mean, like this. She really, really stabbed him uh, by saying that she thought the election wasn't a hoax and going out and saying that. So, But I we never know. heard him come out against her either for that. It was just like True. assumed that he was going to be mad about it. He never came out and was like. Oh, I denounce this or or her or her husband. Anything so true. I I I think it's the idea of him putting a family member in there is is a possibility. Um, would Baron do it maybe. if he was old enough? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say it. Maybe it will be Baron. That would. Be I don't think he's not old enough. I, I'm not sure if <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have to be 35 to be vice president. Also, I'm I'm not 100 percent on that, but. Uh, he's not old enough, but he is, he could trick them because he's so tall. 
Yeah, well, let's talk about Haley because uh, holy moly, I I I really thought he would win uh, New Hampshire uh, by more, but um, he did defeat her by quite a uh, a lot. Donald Trump defeated Haley in Tuesday's New Hampshire primary, primary besting uh, his challenger. Associated Press called the New Hampshire primary at 8 p.m. EST just as the last polls were closing, uh, with more than 80% reporting, Trump held a lead over Haley at 55 to 44%, an insurmountable margin giving the compositions of the vote. Mm-hmm. Um, in response, Trump spent most of his own speech on Tuesday falsely attacking Haley as an imposter who claimed victory. Haley said, we still have a ways to go, but we'll keep moving. New Hampshire is the first in the nation, but it's not the last. This race is far from over. I don't think that's her saying that she won. <laughs> I don't... No, not really. It's not that's... like Pete Buttigieg when he came out and said, I won! And he literally didn't win. <laughs> he like came out and like, we won the state! And he didn't actually win. Trump's victory in the Grand State, first in nation primary, comes on heels on the his prehistoric 30-point win in Iowa causes a margin that forced the state's uh, distant second-place finisher, uh, Ron DeSantis, like we said, to end his campaign. I don't think personally that she has a snowball chance in hell, but here's what is interesting. And I am going to ask you this question. Could she be in uh, for the long run in case uh, he gets indicted or criminally charged for something that makes him uh, have to go out of the race? Could she just like be in the long haul just in case in case? I guess so, but if that if we continue the primaries and he continues to rack up um, delegates and mm-hmm. uh, a trial doesn't happen until towards the end of that process, he still has those delegates. That doesn't give her those delegates in any way. He's uh, so the trial would hap- happen like very soon for that to have any effect. If that makes sense. That is true, but uh, but um, he would have to be convicted and put in jail, like in the next four weeks, for that to have any effect on anything. And that, I don't think that's going to happen. So okay, but uh, do you think she could just be there in like uh, a fallback for the Republican Party? I guess so, but the voters don't like her, or at least the voters who vote for Trump don't like her. Um, right. So. I don't think it's a very good backup if that is. I don't think it's the Republican Party's plan to have her as a backup, but I think she sees this as a way to be there if he does drop Mm. or get arrested or dies or whatever else could happen, I suppose. And I'm sure the people that are backing her are thinking the same thing, that the only reason they would continue on is for that reason. But uh, I don't think... As far as, like, trials go, I don't think any of that's going to affect anything until the the head-to-head against Biden. Okay. How old is uh, Trump now? 76? 
77, I think. Yeah? Yeah. So four years from now, he would be 70, 90, 83. What? Or something. He's 77, so he'd be 82, maybe? 81, 82? 82. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think he will hold, uh, then maybe abdicate? I don't know. I don't know if you can. Can you abdicate the presidency? I suppose you must be able to, but uh, no, I don't, I don't see Trump doing that. Right? I think he would try to run everything from a jail cell if he could, because he's a stubborn ass. <laughs> yeah, for the fifth term. <laughs> yeah, someone else that uh, doesn't really want to abdicate is uh, the Norwegian king, King Harold. We didn't really talk about this because uh, King News and so on, but uh, the New- uh, Danish queen abdicated. Uh, we mention it very loosely, but uh, yeah, he has been very, very frail and also very, very sick, so... Uh, people are been thinking, oh, maybe he will abdicate. And he's like, nope, don't want to do that. Apparently he made a promise when he was, like, first put in, in power that I would nev- he would never do that. He would, he would yeah. r- go to the end of his life. That was, like, what he said. But w- what you were saying about the queen, right? She said the same thing and then ended up abdicating after saying that also. Yeah. Um, it says here... He reiterated Tuesday in his first public remarks since surprising decision by Denmark's Queen Margre- Margaret? 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 Margaret, yeah. yeah. Margaret. Uh, I stick by what Margaret. I've always said, I, that I've sworn an oath to storting, uh, and it's my life, uh, he said to Norwegian media. He was speaking at a visit to Norwegian press center in Oslo. He was accompanied by... Uh, his son, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's been in he power said, for 33 years. Yeah. He said, it's my life. It's now or never. <laughs> in recent years, he started watching walking with crutches. He has undergone heart surgery and has also been hospitalized for both respiratory issues and infections. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. He's... Yeah. So he's getting some clues to maybe like, hey, Maybe you should, like, maybe take it a little easy or anything like that. And he's like, nope, don't want to hear that. I mean, is he making decision decisions? Like, uh, you no. know how Mitch McConnell, he's, like, staring off into the nothingness, the, the, the <laughs> no, void of no. space and seeing death slowly creeping upon him and making actual king... decisions? Does this guy... Yeah, no, yeah. The... The king and queen and everything like that is just a formal thing in Norway. Right, so it's not that big a deal. Okay. I would say the king and queen of the UK has more power than the in Norway. But it will be a huge story when he does well, either pass away or abdicates, and then you get a new... It, that would be a big, probably big thing for Norway, at least, story-wise. I mean, I remember, like, I I was so young when he got uh, to power. Mm-hmm. I remember it very, very clearly. So, f- f- like, he's been my king. Uh, he's my king. <laughs> that sounds a little weird. But, uh, yeah, he's been my king <laughs> uh, all my life. So, of course, it will be weird. I mean, I'm against the royal system in the first place, so... 
I don't want his uh, son to become uh, king, but... I mean, if they don't have any power, then it's not really... It's just like a tourist attraction more than anything else, right? Yeah, but we use a lot of money on it. And oh, there's it's... that. I guess I didn't think about yeah. that. But if it's, if it's... If the money that's being put into it is being made back plus some with tourism, yeah. then but you got... The yeah. thing is... It's that's hard. You, you can't like, quantify that really, right? Yeah. Sure, but you can also say that about Monaco. Monaco had a king and queen for the longest time. I don't think they have problem with tourist attraction, just not for having like a king and queen. Right. It's hard to no, quantify but... like whether a tourist came there specifically just for that reason, right? Yeah. All right. So, but uh, yeah. Uh, he also said, uh, "I like to go around uh, in town in the U in uh, the U.S. Uh, to steal newspapers." So, uh, is this he did that with his canes? Yep. He was walking around with canes, yep. stealing hundreds of newspapers from a small yep. Colorado town. I, I guess it's yep. possible. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's friends with the the chief of police in this place because nearly all the copies of a small town Colorado newspaper were stolen. From news racks on the same day, the Ore County Plain Dealer published a story about charges being filed of assault allegations that ha that had occurred at an underage drinking party at the chief of police house. Uh, well, hmm. this was while the chief was asleep, uh, is what they say. Mike w Wiggins vowed to get to the bottom of it, posting on uh, Twitter, formerly or X, formerly Twitter. Um, if you hope to silence or intimidate us, you failed miserably, he said. The newspaper posted a story on social media and removed the website paywall so people could read it, um, if they didn't get the paper, obviously. Yeah. The suspects in the story were 17, 18, and 19 at the time, and the person who reported the rapes was 17. Okay. Uh, by Thursday yeah. evening, someone had returned a garbage bag full of newspapers to the newspaper, uh, at the newspaper building, and supporters had donated about $2,000 um, to the paper. I, I don't think they would have lost any money. They still, like, the people who lost money were the people who didn't get their newspaper for that day. Right. Because they paid it, for it, it, right? It's kind of weird, yeah. Uh, the newspaper, uh, she said that it was extremely hearting and humbling. <laughs> this sounds like something out of a bad comedy movie, doesn't it? Like a bad comedy yeah. action or something where like, yeah. I'm going to go take all the newspapers from town and then nobody will find out about it. It's like, that's not how that works, I don't think. <laughs> I think they literally did that as one of the plots in Wag the Dog in Financial Remembering. Correctly. I definitely remember people in like sitcoms and like, yeah, bad. It's always a comedy trope. It's never like a serious thing people do. It's always a... A funny thing mm. but, but for somebody to do it in real life is like uh it's did they, they it makes me think they saw a movie or a tv show and was like oh maybe that would work <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah maybe if we get rid of all the newspapers nope. nobody is going to even notice nothing right like to just it like if anything if anything this person drew more attention to that story because now we're talking right. about it and we never would have been exactly. if it... Yeah, exactly. They've totally uh, done the Price opposite. Effect. Yeah, they've done the exact yeah. opposite of what they intended. Like like I said, the Barbara Streisand effect. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should mention, no, well, the, the police did not name the person who stole uh, the newspapers, even though they've they've been cited and charged, apparently. Yeah. Um, but guess what? The police, the chief of police is the one that's in this story, so um, yeah. interesting. Interesting, interesting. Shame on King Harold for stealing all those newspapers. I know, he... He must have like rocket engines or something on his uh, on his canes, <laughs> crutches. on his crutches. Yeah, that would be hard to to hold on to those great crutches. Then uh, you know that people are going to hate, 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 and uh, some people are going to like uh, not hate, hate, hate uh, when Tron tells the truth about Taylor Swift, right? Hello, this is Tron with Tron tells the truth. As a music fan and I owner a lot of records, there's something I don't understand these days. The controversial things about one artist. Is it metal? Is it Iron Maiden? No. Is it Judas Priest? No. Is it Norwegian metal? No. No, no, no. It's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift looks like she makes a lot of people angry, especially men, especially conservative men, especially Trump supporters. I have listened to some of her lyrics. What is so bad about them? I don't know. Some conservatives claim she has demonic possessions. Yeah. Well, this is very strange. I grew up in the 90s. I grew up with hardcore metal in Norway, as you can see. People who are really hardcore, people who are too much for me, they burned churches and they did violence. I cannot see anything of that in Taylor Swift. Nothing at all. So I really don't fucking get it. Also, the woman get, getting criticized for a lot of things that men do all the time. Yes. She had, had a lot of boyfriends. She dumped them. Cruelly. Yeah, you mean like Mike Jagger and most of the men artists? She's whining about her ex. Yeah, like Nick Cave, Tom Waits, and etc., etc., etc. You cannot, more I dig into this, you can only one conclusion. She is a woman. When she does something, it's calculated. When Mike Jagger does it, it's good sense of business. Or with Kiss does it, it's always business. But everything is nice and good about everything, what we accept from any other type of artist, we don't accept by Taylor Swift. Isn't that fucking weird? And more and more I listen to the woman, I don't fucking get it. It's not my kind of music. It's my niece's music, definitely. But, so that's why I don't fucking get it. And the conclusion is, not only is she a woman, she's a strong woman. She's an independent woman. When she was screwed over, she took back and screwed them over. She don't let anybody fuck around with her. And that scares a lot of people. She's powerful. She's more rich than many other artists. And of course, I can understand if you're an upcoming artist and have a good musician that you can be really jealous. There are people who like other kind of music who wish their type of music should be much bigger. I get that. But I grew up just liking what I liked. I don't get angry with people who are more successful in that game. Even if it's a woman. I think some... But there are more. She has giving things to good causes. She also treats her staff very well. 
that also provoked because in, in modern day society it's okay to treat the people who serve like shit you want to ban the unions and piss on the workers but the people who are angry at her should be for her she's spreading good values she's spreading another kind of attitude and she encouraged women to take control of their own lives that's not a bad thing that's a good thing but she encouraged all the other people also not be screwed men too should admire her not just because she's a woman because she's a fucking badass fantastic person personally I don't dig into her music it's okay nothing more she's a fucking talent that's because I come from another generation maybe and I just happen to kind of like other kinds of music but that doesn't mean I don't respect her more and more I see angry white people starting to try to slaughter her I get more and more encouraged to spread her word I will never be a swifty sorry Taylor but I will never will be but damn you are my idol now whether you make good or bad music if you can get so many people angry especially conservatives you've done something right this was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth have a nice evening that was uh, Tron telling the truth and uh, we're not going to hate 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 him uh, he, he, he says he's not a Swifty but it sure sounds like he's Swifting it up to me on, in that one <laughs> it, it did sound a little swifty i i listened to it uh, i was laughing a little because i am a swifty and i don't care who knows about it tv around uh i guess you have seen some tv i have yeah we saw some tv shows uh something from home and garden television network um mm-hmm. battle on the mountain on the yeah okay this is a uh house flipper show which is different than any other house flipper show I, I've seen because it's a competition house flipper show I've seen mm-hmm. house renovation competition shows where they mm-hmm. compete to renovate a house including that horrible Barbie one we saw last year Yeah, but this is like a competition where three teams of house flippers have to flip three different houses uh, and then they get judged weekly as they do, like, they'll do sections of the house at a time each week, mm-hmm. and then they get uh, judged each week, and then at the end, whoever's house is the best gets a, th- a final prize. But each week, is there's a weekly prize also. Yeah, and yeah. and we, we, we should say that the reason why it's called Battle on the Mountain is because this is on a rundown uh, mountain home. Well, it's in Breckenridge, uh, Colorado, which is, like, a pretty famous uh, ski resort area, like, ski resort town, and these are just, like... I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, And these are cabins in that... It's a very... I'm assuming that the real estate there is very expensive, because it's a ski ski town, right? Um, But these houses are pretty run down. I I could tell the the one house where the porch porch is falling off, right? Mm -hmm. They did that on purpose. That wasn't just like, I know for a fact. If you look at the way that the railing was cut, it was done by a saw. It was a straight, perfect Mm. line. They cut it and made it. They did that on purpose for the show. It it was very obvious. If you, like, it didn't just cut itself in a straight line. You know what I mean? Right. Um, What I find most interesting about the show, other than, uh, like, the three teams being the three teams of... uh, were the mentors. I mean, 
one of the ladies is totally cuckoo. Uh, the guy was pretty okay, I guess. Uh, they had the, an amount each. Uh, do you remember how much they had in the beginning? Was it 100000 or something? Yeah, they've got a 100000 yeah. budget to do the entire house. And so they have yeah. to... Because each week they're doing a different section, they have to budget for each section so that at the end they have enough money to do whatever the mm-hmm. last section of the house is. Um, and they never really tell them what section they're going to do next. This episode was just right. kitchen and dining room. Uh, mm-hmm. And and it seemed like they spent most of them a third of their money, which seems yeah. like a bad idea to me, but uh, yeah. I don't know. The other thing is at the beginning of the show, they do one little competition to decide who gets which house, which was the stupidest yeah. competition ever, which had nothing to do with building houses. One of the weirdest competitions. They just had to set up a least. tent and build a fire. Yeah. Not even light the fire, just build a fireplace with wood in yeah. it. Um, like, why? I don't... It Because it's on a mountain, and it's camping on a mountain, it's like outdoorsy, I guess. Mm. It just... Seem like there could have been a competition that involves some type of construction, right? Like mm-hmm. actual construction, not setting up a a, t- a pop tent. Um, and then we didn't, we haven't seen any other competitions besides that one. So if they that right. yeah, that was really out of place to me. Uh, yeah, I'd give the whole thing. I don't know. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's probably a four. It's definitely a four. And it's not the worst reality show I watched this week. Not by... A, not at all. It was cheesy. It's home and garden television. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another reality show. Let's see if this was the worst thing I saw this week. Okay. It's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's called Love and Translation. Uh, this is on TLC. I mean, where you get all the best shows in the world. All of them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's three men, uh, three American men, and 12 international women to Paradise Island to find uh, romance. Did you watch this by any chance? No, I didn't. I didn't hear about this somehow. Okay. Uh Here's the twist, okay? Are you ready for the twist, Luke? Okay. What do you think the twist is when it's called Love and Translation, by, by any well, chance? What considering you, you said they're all Americans and that every other, all the women are international, quote-unquote, I'm guessing none of them mm-hmm. speak English? That is the twist! Ba-ba-ba! Okay. <laughs> and none of the uh, men uh, speaks another language. So will they be able to speak to each other without using a translator? Or is the singles need to... Here's uh, a question. Do, do any of the women, like two women, speak the same language? Uh, no. So none of the women understand each other either? Like none of them? Oh, uh, that's not true. Two was from Brazil. Okay, that... Okay. Let me think. Uh... Uh, was there someone Because I was going to say, how do you even find that many women that none of them know, like, even two languages that are, like, overlapping? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know no. I mean? Some of them spoke together. Right, okay. Uh, was a Mexican uh, lady that spoke with someone from Colombia. So stuff. that also makes me feel like there's a little bit of a, an advantage, because they have a team right out of the gate, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. I like this. Um... 
I mean, it's totally okay. I'm going to give this a f- 3.5. All right, I'll try to check it out next week. Um, uh, but it's still not the worst reality show I watched this week. Intent. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched Zorro. Did you see Zorro? No, I did not, because it's uh, not come to Norway. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know even why it came to Prime, necessarily. Um, it's a Spanish yeah. show from Spain. Uh, at the very beginning, Zorro dies, and somebody takes over the Zorro uh, persona. Um, and he's hiding his identity, obviously. You know all these other characters from the beginning of the show that he's, like, friends with or are his, you know are related to and he has to lie mm-hmm. all, to all of them about this whole thing um while putting his life on the line that's kind of what the whole thing is about and then he's trying to find the who killed his father because his father was murdered um mm. and there's very clearly a bad um police captain who is the uh antagonist of the show it's all pretty I guess fight choreography is pretty the best part of it I'll say that the acting is okay. m- totally mid-level. It looks like it's shot like a Lifetime movie-style camera work. Uh, so, so I, Or maybe like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show-style camera okay. work. It, I don't know how to describe it other than that. So that wasn't mm-hmm. great. Um, don't, like, th- like I said, the best part is the fight scenes, like the sword work and stuff like that. That's super interesting. But overall, it's not great. It's like a three. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm not going to tease this anymore, but I did watch one of the worst reality shows of uh, this year so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Impact New York I watched uh, on VH1. Okay, VH1. I haven't heard of this either. Uh, Yeah. You know what I really, really needed a reality show about, look, is how bad and how hard it is to be a media influencer in 2024 a media that influencer is... meaning like on like a internet influencer or just in... yeah like uh, like a uh, someone that lives on like tiktok or right, okay. uh, instagram yeah, or yeah, yeah. i really needed that in my life uh how hard it is to be pretty and successful and uh, <laughs> if you don't understand that I'm being a little facetious, uh, yeah, no, this is it's it's unlikable people. But I will I will ask you this: Have you ever heard of Dream Doll in your life? Look, Dream Doll. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a generic name. I don't think so. But it... oh, or instead of Cleopatra, Cleotrapa. That one I've never heard of for sure. Yeah, that's or pretty Chinese unique name. Chinese kitty, Chinese kitty look. Actually, that sounds super familiar. Let me look that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't recognize a single person. I think that's that's like, oh, we have this super famous influencers that struggles with real life, juggling relationships and drama. Like it's a very VH one. A reality show, but it's extremely bad, and I 
hated every single second of it. Uh, it's a big fat zero. It's my first zero of the year, though. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll have to check that out, I guess. Congratulations! <laughs> Something I guess. else that came out this month, I guess, on Discovery that is also a reality show, Big Little Brawlers. Um, okay. It's get, Guess what this show, Big Little Brawlers, what could it possibly be about? Hmm. Wrestling. It's about little person wrestling, from. Yay! So we haven't seen a show like this since, what, Hulk Hogan's... Uh, <laughs> TV yeah, show that... from like the oh that was two thousand tens at some point right what was yes. it it was Hulk Hogan's micro championship wrestling I think it maybe wrestling, or something yeah. like that yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yeah that was pretty terrible but this is better than that but you know it's similar oh, yeah. in that their whole goal is we're gonna make a big the biggest show we've ever done and it's all about them working towards this big um, arena show that they're gonna put on. And it's like, they're touring uh, little people who wrestle, but it mm. seems like they always do the same show. So, like, I think they always do the same sets of matches every single show, which is a little okay. strange. So, they're also trying to learn new moves and new matches to, like, put on a, a really impressive show. But that's mostly yeah. what it's about. And then in the first few episodes, you're just meeting the characters more than anything else. Mm. There's... uh one guy who's like the head of the roster and the young young buck who wants to take his spot you know there's that character there's two a couple and they're um they're they always fight over just you know couple things like communication mm -hmm. and things like that um one they have a child in this and their child is isn't a little person and i don't know maybe six or seven years old and almost as big as both of them uh, which that's a very interesting <laughs> dynamic to see yeah. the family dynamic there. Uh, yeah, the whole show's not terrible. I would give I, it a five point five. I think you might like it. It's a little okay. bit trashy reality show, but like uh, the the concept is super interesting. It's a little I don't know uh, been done before, but I liked it. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> continue watching it. Cool. Well. Uh, I think I saw 10 episodes of this week. It's called Super Hot The Spice World of Pepper People. Did you watch this? I really hope you did. Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, that's a little too bad. I think you uh, either will love this as I did or uh, think it was filled with information you know, that you knew before. It's a documentary that follows a lot of people that's in like the scene of spice like a lot of youtubers i even i recognized um but yeah super interesting extremely uh fun um about the topic that i i have never been into like the spice eating competition things or mm -hmm. anything so for me it was super interesting. I really, really uh, liked this documentary, and it, it was very, very interesting for me to see uh, different people uh, doing things that is so out of my uh, field of interest as as well. 
especially one of the stories like made me all almost cry it was very 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 sweet and very very good okay but yeah um like i said i saw all 10 episodes so uh, that means i liked it i liked it up to uh seven what was this on hulu okay um let's see has been hotel this was on prime video did you see mm-hmm. this i did it was a musical for some reason, which I didn't realize going into it. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a musical in the sense that the entire... It, there were two songs in this episode. So right. it was easy to fast forward through and really didn't affect the story in any way, which is always... Usually my complaint about musicals is, why are you wasting my time? Um, yeah, and also we should say it's animated. Oh, right, and it's anim- It's an animated musical about yeah the daughter of the devil, who the devil, I guess died or retired at some point um she's running hell and she wants to create a place where they can send people back to heaven um Mm -hmm. i'm surprised the christians aren't up in arms about this show (laughs) i agree yeah it's like a uh feminist satanist show right yeah Yeah. because like i know a lot of this whole actual satanist rhetoric that they actually believe in is that like Satan is a miss. He's just misunderstood. <laughs> That's all yeah. in the book. Right. And uh, I also find it kind of interesting that they chose to release like four episodes now, and then they're going to release two episodes on January 26th and then two episodes on February 2nd. That's they, kind of a weird way of releasing things. Especially the four at the beginning, but I, I've i seen, yeah. lately, we've seen a couple shows do the double episode release each week, which is, I think... A yeah, new... yeah, no, double yeah. is okay, but, but, but four in the beginning, the beginning was a little like, hmm, that's weird. It makes me think that their plan was like, their thought process, at least, was, you know when you do a double episode at the beginning... A double yeah. of a double episode is four. I don't know. Maybe that's what they were thinking. That's Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I will talk uh, about the musical numbers then since you didn't uh, watch them. I, I thought they were fun. I liked uh, Happy Day in Hell and Hell Forever. Uh, I've just seen two ep- uh, episodes. Uh, I'm I'm going to see more. Uh, I probably I mean, wouldn't uh, watch more of this more than likely. I mean, it's fine. Huh? It's just... I, I didn't really okay. laugh at all, and then the musical parts. Right, and I like musicals. But, uh, you know, I will give it a 5.5. I, 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 I thought it was good. And I gave it a 5, right in the middle. Like, I can see yeah. why people are going to enjoy this. It's fun. Yeah. It's irreverent. The concept is super interesting and, like, um, pretty well thought out in the sense that, like, there's a lot of background biblical characters that they bring up as, like as far as the angels and the other demons mm-hmm. that they talk about in this. And they give them funny names, but if you know, like, the backstory of the character, that, yeah, it's it's interesting. I like it. Uh, then a reality... No, not reality show, sorry. Uh, uh, Netflix documentary, American Nightmare. That's the last thing I saw, yeah. Mm-hmm. Three episodes on uh, Netflix... Holy fuck, I really like this. Um, I knew absolutely nothing about this story going in. 
and it has a lot of like twists and turns like especially the, <laughs> the, the, the two first parts i was like oh 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 yeah 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 it, it's constantly <laughs> building where like you start yeah. out and it seems fairly w- weird but, but normal ish yeah. right and then even in, to me i was like oh this is actually what's gonna be the the truth and then it mm-hmm. even goes further than that where it's like oh well that we thought that was the truth but this is the truth and then they're like oh but this what might be and then some <laughs> more evidence comes forward so it's like a building yeah thing more than anything else it the whole thing really excuse me when you break it down is like these cops were just uh they just didn't want to like accept that they were wrong to begin with that's what it looked like to me yeah 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 no first part i was like oh he killed her and uh and uh are saying someone kidnapped her the second part i was like oh this is gun girl (laughs) and and the third part i was like oh Part one and two wasn't at all true. It was all in police's mind. You know how they build this up is. I I will say it's really genius. I really liked how they tricked me to believe different things during the the documentary. Yeah, it was it was fun. It had good cliffhangers at the end of the episodes. Um, I think. Uh, I, I always love it when they do these kind of sh- shows and they show all these like news clips of like, oh, th- th- look at all these news places talking about it. And I'm like, I've never heard of this. If it was yeah. on the news all the time, how have we never heard of it? Right. Right. Yeah. Why yeah. did you need to make a documentary about it if it was all over the news all the time? <laughs> yeah. I give it a 7.5. Um, but, 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 I think a seven. Yeah. I think we're yeah. pretty close together. It was definitely still very standard Netflix crime drama, tr- true crime doc. Like, you're, there's sure. nothing interesting happening there. Yeah. Well, let's talk about The Trust, A Game of Greed, Episode 2. And I will ask uh, you, um, can I gaslight you into doing another episode of this? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I mean, this episode definitely got <laughs> kind of ridiculous, because... <laughs> <laughs> well, what I, I ended up watching this a second time because I was like, we must have missed something along the lines. And I think we did when we fir- watched it the first time. But here's the what happened. Uh, this episode is called Why Is Everyone Being So Freaking Emotional? That's the name of the episode. After the turbulent <laughs> events of the first trust ceremony, the group opens up, but truths and lies intertwine. A ranking test turns a player into a target. Okay. Um, yeah, they, this episode, uh, they lined people up and, and made them, uh, sort themselves in different, um, so they would say who's the tall, tallest and they would go tallest, the shortest, but this was more emotional. Mm -hmm. So they'd say, uh, who's the most loyal, who's the, who's the most trust, what's another thing they did? I can't even think, uh. Who's, who, the, who, who's the leader who, of the group or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the leader, yeah. Um, and then when they did leader, they had the one guy who chose, who ended up at the top of the line. They had him then order everybody who's the most loyal. Um, well, what I realized after rewatching this is that they cut out them putting people in, like they showed us two 
times or three times of them doing an order, but they had to have done way more than that. They probably did 15 different words and they only showed us a couple of them is what I realized after watching it again. Right. But it is also gaslight to the fucking show because holy... F <sighs> okay. I'm going to tread very carefully here, but... Who are these women that they got in their show? Uh, they're reality show people. I mean, you know, they they pick these people to be emotionally unstable. They want that when they choose people for a reality show to make better right. TV. So, I mean, everybody in here has, like, some type of uh, narcissistic behaviors. Like, everybody. That's why they pick sure. them for the show. Especially a show about uh, greed and trust. Um, and what happened in this episode is the one girl, which I re didn't realize till the rewatch through, she's self-admittingly trying to play this guy and, and she's using his, he seems to be attracted to her. So mm -hmm. she's saying she's attracted to him, but she's, she's just using she's him. She's not. Right. Yeah, she's definitely not. And then all the other women uh when he had, um was not what's reciprocating her advances in, in that tournament uh they all assumed oh he's going to put her high because they're like a couple but he didn't mm -hmm. do that and everybody was like he's being mean to her which is what i realized mm -hmm. after watching it and so, but then that turns into them calling him misogynistic and racist somehow. <laughs> Which was like, where the hell did that come from? But they're all like bouncing ideas off each uh, other. So each time, it's like the, the phone game. Each time one of the women goes to another woman, it gets worse and worse and worse as they, they're talking about it. That's After re-watching it, I realized like um, it all culminated with the old lady who had been all these women had been talking about it and she was probably the last person to get the final worst right. story. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. she ended up just blowing up on the guy and being like, you're a misogynist. I can't believe what you did to her. And the other one, the one woman is like, don't, don't talk for me. I don't think any of this stuff, like, cause I don't think she's yeah. in the group. She, she's not talking to all those other women. And so she's like on the outside, the one, uh, curly haired woman. It's yeah. 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 The whole thing is kind of a shit show because why does anybody care? Like, the thing about the ordering is the only one of the orders that mattered was the loyalty one. Uh, or no, that one didn't even matter. The only one that mattered no. was the fact that he ended up at the top for leadership and was able to choose who went into the decision-making room. Right. <sighs> yeah. And so everybody getting mad about the rest of these... Uh, you know, arbitrary numbers that were put on them is like the one woman said in this episode, uh, these, these men just have to, um, realize that this is a game and that we're not all just kumbaya here. So it's clear mm -hmm. that they have an alliance. The women, there's a woman's alliance and they're specifically the younger women. Cause clearly the curly haired woman is not in a, on this group. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's an alliance. It's also an alliance that I actually think will actually work for once. Because oh, do you? Because I have... no, I well, 
I, I can see why you would think that, but the one woman who is working the one guy as though he she's attracted to him, she's mm-hmm. saying in this episode, like, I need to make sure he, I'm with him because at some point everybody's going to turn on this alliance and I want to have a backup plan. And so mm. that right there is your cracks in the foundation of this alliance already. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no... I am going to call this gaslighting the, sh- the TV show because I have seen a lot of gaslighting in my life. But, oh, uh, the other thing I realized, uh, they show in the beginning, they show the um, the ordering of people. And the one woman in the second thing, the first time they ask how who's the smartest. And mm-hmm. she, she wants to be the smartest, but he says, oh, I want to be up here. Um, and it's a battle between those two. Nobody else really says anything. And then the next one, she's in the middle, and the two at the top were who is the big best leader, and the two at the top are arguing, and the one woman stands out after saying, uh, what does she say? Oh, she says, I'm going to stir up some shit. And then she goes, oh, I want her to be at the top, not you. And then when they show it again as justification for, uh, he says, well, nobody said oh, go down to this number. Nobody was arguing with me except for her. And we made an agreement that I would be at the top. And then the, they showed the justification was uh, her saying, oh, I want her at the top. But they cut mm-hmm. out her saying, I'm going to stir up some shit. <laughs> and that's in the second when they replayed it. So it was the, you know, the production and the editing. They're trying to confuse the viewer about what happened. So the show is actually somewhat gaslighting us, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to continue watching it because uh, that episode two was so much more interesting than I thought it would be. (laughs) I mean, it's just a complete mess of a show because they found these people who have no common sense, it would seem. Like, Mm -hmm. why would you get upset about these lists? Especially the one older lady who got so upset about him listening to her story that she told him about um, her husband and her kids and stuff. And she she says, at the end of the show, of course, she says, oh, he li- he sat down with me and listened to my sob story, and then he ended up voting me last, which, of course, <laughs> her being last didn't matter to the game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when, you, when I watched it a second time, when they showed him, showed her telling him the story... There were three other people there with him. Exactly. He wasn't even alone. He was with her and three other people. So it's like, and you're just getting mad at him for that. It's very strange. Well, let's talk about some TV news. Uh, Some news that actually made me and Bill from that wrestling show record a special episode all about it. For 45 minutes, you can listen to me and Bill talk about that. We found that on all uh, podcast services you can listen to, and that's that wrestling show. But uh, we will talk about it a little here as well. Netflix is to stream WWE Raw starting 2025. Are you shocked by this news? Because holy fuck, I was. It's kind of crazy for them to split off from their other TV shows, right? And then mm-hmm. they're also on Peacock, which is another streaming service. So that's yeah, the weird part, mostly. Two, 2026, that uh, deal goes out. So they will 
the deal that they have signed with Netflix will take over Peacock. So P- Peacock will uh, stop being uh, the streaming service for uh, things in the US in 2026. Right, but there's a year overlap there. Yes. Right. Uh, the 10-year val- deal is valued at more than $5 billion, according to the company filings. Netflix will have the option to exit the deal after five years and or to extend for another decade. The streaming platform mm-hmm. will be able to stream raw globally and will start the agreement with exclusive rights to U.S., Canada, U.K., and all of Latin America. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, me and Bill talk a lot about that, so... I will not uh, rehash all of the things we talked about it says today. Yeah, Netflix will also become the home for WWE shows and specials, including SmackDown, NXT, uh, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Royal Rumble. Does that mean yep. all the other pay-per-views as well? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Or I'm, it, it's not just the big four. It's all the pay-per-views. No, no, no. It's okay. all, all They should have just written yeah. that in the article, all the pay-per-views. But yeah. I guess maybe they're trying to say how big it is because WrestleMania is like the biggest event so yeah okay next week luke we will start uh talking about eurovision mm-hmm. and we will start with four countries next week because now it's really really starting but it is uncertain if iceland will participate uh, due to the Israel-Hamas war and Israel's participation in Eurovision 2024, the Icelandic broadcaster has opened up to the idea of withdrawing. Um, this decision will be made by the winner of the, the song contest of 2024 uh, in Iceland, and then they will decide with the broadcaster, so the winner of the contest will decide with the broadcaster whether to participate or not. So they're going to mm-hmm. continue with the song contest, Whoever wins, uh, I mean, what they're, what I'm seeing here is they're saying, like, if the person who ends up winning doesn't want to do it, we're not going to do it. Like, they're going to back them, is what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you see that the <laughs> John Stewart is coming back to the Daily Show, by the way? Okay. No, I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, he went from from Apple to to that. Well, he got I kicked just... off. Apple kicked him off. They he didn't like yeah. leave Apple. They kicked his show off for some reason. I don't remember. He said something that they didn't like. I know that. Yeah, it was something about China or whatever. Oh right, it was something about uh, Apple factories in China. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, I uh, I was actually. Uh, reading uh, a book uh, about uh, The Daily Show. Uh, they have a book called The Daily Show with John Stewart Presents America, the audiobook, A Citizen's Guide to Democracy uh, on uh, on uh, Audible. And you can get that book for free or any other book or maybe you want to use it for some other audio things. If you cancel, uh, you get to keep the book and uh, you help us out. So go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. All right, films. Let's talk about some films we saw this week, Fro. Well, I saw two movies that in 
includes water. Um, okay. Let's talk about one of them. I saw Aquaman 2 Electric Boogaloo. That oh. is what I'm going to call it. Alright. Um, yeah, no. This was a shit movie. Um, even Nicole Kidman didn't fucking save it. <laughs> uh, Aquaman and the Lost What? Uh, the Lost Kingdom. That was what it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, Patrick Wilson was a good uh, villain. That's the most negative or most positive thing I can say. Other than there was almost no um, Amber Turd in it. So I'm going to give it a fat big two. Yeah, I've heard nothing but bad things uh, about this movie. So mm-hmm. um, I saw... Self-Reliance. Um, okay. I think this was on Prime, maybe. Let me let me look it up. But it was a... It was a movie about a guy who is... His life is pretty boring, you know, like... Go, go to work, go get dinner, go home, go to sleep, repeat every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets offered by this... Actually, by Andy Sandberg to begin with, but... Andy Samberg's not really in the movie. He's just in the very beginning, like a scene in the movie. He gets Mm -hmm. offered to do a game where he's hunted, like people are trying to kill him for 30 days. Uh, But if he gets through the 30 days, he wins a million dollars. It's like a dark web Mm -hmm. game where assassins are trying to kill you, right? Um, But one of the rules is they can only kill you if you're not with anybody. So his his whole thing is, well, if I'm just around people all the time, then I can never be killed, right? So that's why it's called self-reliance. Is like he's always trying to have a friend or his family or somebody with him. But nobody mm. obviously believes that he's in this game because it sounds totally crazy. Right. So it's pretty mm. funny. It, I liked the uh, concept. The acting was pretty good. It was like a mid-level comedy. I'd probably give it a a 6.5. Uh, I saw another um, uh, movie that could called, be called Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. <laughs> I saw Night Swim <laughs> this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I heard this was even like one of the worst movies of the year so far. It is. It is something. <laughs> yeah. I gave I gave Aquaman to I think I will give this a one actually. Um yeah, no, this is terrible. Uh I was really looking forward to it as well. I think that's one of the things that was kind of sad with it. Um yeah, I don't I I have really nothing positive to say. I I, I feel that Night Swim that is based on a four minute short, by the way. Okay. Should be approximately that short instead of a full movie. That's more or less what I'm going to say. It's just asinine because it's like the characters are so stupid. Like they make bad choices all the time and the pathetic, like tries to like go to jump uh, scares and then there's this like a wishing well it's just like it's 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 so filled with cliches and 
absolutely nothing that you have not seen before. It is the worst movie I've seen this year. Uh, this this year so far. Yeah, I need to check this out. I I know uh, Moist Critical made a video about how it was like one of the worst movies ever. Oh, it's so bad. Um, we saw The Kitchen, you know, on Netflix. Yeah. I was excited not... to see this movie. I was super excited. Yeah. Uh, so like a what a futuristic London where the there's like a a specific ghetto called the kitchen and it's mm-hmm. seems like to us it was hard to tell why the police or the SWAT these SWAT teams kept cracking down but it seemed like none of these people were allowed to live there but they were right that's what i think yeah it sounds like a it looked like a housing uh, project but it's like, like they what? weren't but it's not but it wasn't cuz it wasn't like right like an abandoned pro- uh, housing project that they had taken over, I guess. Yeah. Um, and somehow they keep being able to live there because they have, like, locks on their door, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was, like, it. They just had locks on the- They are like, well, you can't get in, so you can't get me. Um, which, that seemed a little bit juvenile to me, that whole idea. Uh, mm. But the rest of the movie was mostly about, like, a a guy who lived there and a young kid whose mother died who now uh, doesn't have anybody to take care of him ends up being taken care of by this guy who's trying to get out of the kitchen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish this movie was interesting uh, so I had something to say because it's not. It is a boring, boring trite of a movie that. I am so disappointed in because the concept looked so cool and uh, the trailer looked really cool, but just nothing, absolutely nothing in this movie. What? I mean, the trailer so, made it look like a like even right here in if you look it up on Google, it says sci-fi thriller, but this was right. way more of a drama than any yeah. thriller. Con- there was not really any thrilling anything that happened. There was like one small skirmish scene towards the end where the, you know, the, the block goes against the SWAT team. Mm. Um, but other, like there was no thriller aspect to it. It was mostly a drama of like him trying to raise this kid and the sci-fi element of it, as far as it being in set in the future was totally unnecessary. In my opinion, this could have been set at any time period of the, of like, world history Ex- practically or at least within yeah. the last hundred years yeah i think that's my biggest problem with this movie is like when i asked you for the 16th time during the movie why is this set in the future and nobody was like there was actually no explanation for it i mean there was the whole it like was... his job which is like to um, cremate people and uh, grow trees. It's like, that's a thing that currently already happens. Yeah, exactly. So, like, there's, there was no point in this. They didn't have, like, super laser cannons, like, the you know, or anything like that. Like, the police weren't shooting uh, uh, with those, the net that, uh, that's got, like, a laser net out and catching people in it. There was no, like, real reason for it to be there yeah so 
it was, I think, more than anything, we were disappointed because they advertised it as one thing, and it was totally a different uh, movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like, uh, like, I like slow-going movies, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love that, but it's just that this, this was too slow, uh, the acting was okay, I guess. I, mean, I, I thought mean, most of the, I, the acting was good. I just feel like the dialogue was the issue. Yeah. The dialogue, the dialogue that they, the actors was given yeah. was like... um, bl- What's the word for it? It made them feel robotic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything really positive to say about this. I'm not sure what to give it, though, because it's not, like, unwatchable. It's just extremely boring. Yeah, I think it's, uh, like, a... Three, maybe? I was going to give it a 4.5. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. it's super in the middle. I think some people would really like the drama aspect of it. But you have to know yeah. that's what you're getting into when you go to watch it. And if you see yeah. the trailer, you're expecting, like... Um, Mad Max or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely not Mad Max to say it that way. <laughs> More like Mad Fro because he was. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Oscars. Nom- Oscars. The noms came out yesterday. Nom nom. Oppenheimer leads noms with 13, followed by Poor Things with 11, mm. Killers of the Flower Moon with 10, Barbie with 8. They will compete for Best Picture along with American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, Past Lives, and Zones of Interest. I feel like three of these movies I haven't even heard of. Well, I have heard of all of them but one. The Zone of Interest I have never heard of in my entire life. I never heard of Past Lives either. All the rest of them I think I've heard of. Yeah. But like... I don't know. That just seems weird that we've never heard of one of these movies, at least. Yeah. Uh, I think people are most uh, angry that the best actress in a leading role, no Margot Robbie. I but think that's... I just I think that goes in that some of these other actresses were better. I I, <laughs> I mean I that so. I mean I, I, I haven't seen it. You don't have to tell me. I didn't like I didn't like Barbie. I don't think Barbie has anything to do here. To be honest, I, I think it will win some things. Like, I I, I actually believe that uh, Ryan Gosling will probably win. I don't think he deserves it, but um, I think he would probably will. I guess I have to see more of these movies. That's I'll probably start watching some of this stuff this week um, yeah. that I haven't seen. But, um, yeah, I've seen a few of these movies, and... I, I Barbie definitely was a a movie that was a box office hit, but that mm-hmm. doesn't equate to being like a uh, critically. Um, what's the word for it? I guess a better way, like it doesn't make it technically a masterpiece, even though it's a box office yeah. hit, right? Yeah. Uh, any surprises for you? Not really. I guess just mostly the whole thing of Barbie getting that many to begin with was surprising to me, I guess. Uh, and then people are upset it didn't get more. So that I think that's kind of silly. Um, 
I think it's a. I I think anybody in any other time period, people would be surprised that a Barbie movie has uh, eight Oscar nominations, right? I think I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm crazy for saying that. I think one of the things that I w- was a little surprised of was Maestro uh, getting so many nominees. I I didn't especially like that movie either. So okay, Jimmy Kim Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Kimball set to host uh, the Oscars is what it's Kim, saying. Kim Kimball, yes. Mhm. Mhm. So uh, we'll see what happens. I won't watch it again for the many many a year in a row. Well, I I will call you and tell you who slaps who. Okay. I see. Right. Yeah. Uh, grand jury uh, indicts Alec Baldwin in fatal shooting of cinematographer uh, of movie. So this actually surprised me. Uh, the grand jury indicted Alec Baldwin on Friday on involuntary manslaughter charges. Special prosecutors brought the case before the grand jury in Santa Fe this week, months after receiving new analysis of the gun that was used. I think we talked about it at the time. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, we did. They declined to answer questions after spending about a day and a half presenting their case to the grand jury. Uh, Defense attorneys for Baldwin indicated they'll fight the charges. So that could could still have an effect on this, but I haven't heard any... I looked up stuff about it last night, and I didn't see anything, so... Do you think this movie will ever see the light of day? I've said this over and over again that like it's going to have that morbid curiosity factor uh, just like Charge Lemonade where people are, you know what I mean? Mm. Coming next week, News of the Week, uh, TV and Movies of the Week, Tron Tells the Truth and The Trust Episode 3. It's going to be an episode. uh, I don't... I guess next episode they're going to vote somebody out because they haven't they didn't do that this episode. So yeah, but we already know who it's going to be. So <laughs> that yeah, I guess that's true. Or we could be surprised somehow. But I have a feeling we know who it's going to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think that maybe they? We, the, I guess the only surprise could be oh the curly haired lady turned on us and so she's got to go. But I don't know. Nah. Well, the one thing I've no. learned from Big Brother is you always, if you have somebody like the guy who's universally hated, getting rid of yeah. them is never a good idea because all that does is get rid of the target on their back and possibly no, put I, it I, on. I, yeah. I totally agree. And like, they shouldn't vote him off, but he has made himself into such a big target, not by his own fault, by the way, but. <laughs> he has made himself. Well, I do. Uh, he, he did big... put himself at the top of the of a lot of the lists which like that true he should have known that's going to put a target on your back that in it that was a dumb no, game move and as far as yeah, yeah smart by any chance right like, no, but he but no, it wasn't his fault he just made a bad yeah. game move exactly 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 uh okay let's talk about the game that nobody is playing uh i won't Power World has sold over 1 million copies just hours after its early access launch. Uh, yeah, the... 7 million now. 7 million in 5 days. The Pokemon with Gun survival game, Power World has already sold a staggering number of copies. Power World whole thing, if you're unfamiliar, is that it combines Pokemon-style creature catching with an open world surviving survival and crafting game, giving players an option to exploit 
their pals in an in the name of completing tasks more efficiently if they so choose. Okay. I've seen so some I gameplay am, of it. Yeah. It's, it looks good. I played it. It's uh, actually not extremely good, but it's very, very fun. I mean, it's, it's uh, very big, and it's like... Like you said, it's Pokemon with guns, mm -hmm. uh, and I it's 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 the popularity and things like that. It's it's very controversial as well, isn't? But it's it's not a, a good game, but but it's it's very very fun. I had a lot of fun with it. That doesn't make it a good game by any chance, but. I mean, the yeah, biggest no, question I... is, like, uh, Nintendo is well known for being litigiously, uh, they want to sue anybody that does anything even close to Nintendo. Right, and I would this say is very close. download, yeah, I, I would say download this game, get it on the disc, because I don't think this game will be out in four to six months. I'm seeing <laughs> There's no chance. here... Nintendo goes after Pal World Pokemon mod, so somebody modded it to be probably to make you know Ash Ketchum in there and all the other Pokemon right. stuff. They went after that person, but it, I don't see anything about them going after Pal World itself yet. Yeah, it says Kotaku says Pal World devs aren't worried about Nintendo, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Internet uh, things. I've seen one of the most interesting uh, debates in quite a while. You know I'm a big fan of the streamer Destiny, right? Mm -hmm. I've told you this before. He had a two-hour and 20-minute debate with uh, 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 Ben Shapiro yep. on the Lex Freeman podcast, and it was really, really good. Um... Okay, I I saw that Hassan had talked about it, but I I didn't watch it. Um, I have a hard time. Ben Shapiro just grinds my gears. Just hearing his voice is annoying. So I don't know. I, I'm I think the the period of like these kind of debates online has come and passed. I think people don't yeah. trust them as much anymore because there's always somebody trying to get uh some kind of sound bite out of it. You know what I mean? But what I liked most about this is how calm they are. They don't yell at each other. They actually talk about policy. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Mr. Beast on Twitter or X. Um, mm -hmm. I guess he put a video on there just to see if it would make money. Yeah, and yeah. apparently he made a bit of money out of it. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> A tiny, tiny bit. Money, Compared yes. to the amount of money he probably regularly makes, I don't think it was <laughs> that much. But then people are like, "Oh, Mr. Beast is leaving YouTube." I don't think that's happening either. Yeah. But he posted one video on a different streaming service, and everybody's like, "That's it. YouTube is over. You, YouTube yeah. is over, party." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't really get that. I don't. I don't think that is thing that will happen to be honest well we do know jimothy beast is like a total elon simp if you did well uh, yes okay yeah i so... didn't know that yeah yeah no he was going to take over twitter remember when that was <laughs> yeah that was real um 
I think that's why he did this is just because of that. I don't think I, mm-hmm. I don't know why he wouldn't post videos all over the place and try to make money wherever he's. You know, that's what you know Ninja and all those other streamers did. Is like once yeah. they got they got out of their contract so they could stream all these other places besides Twitch. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Trian made a uh, very funny uh, video this week called "I Tried Every Drive Thru's Most Expensive." items yeah it was a bit of a misleading title but yes but it was fun yeah i just started watching his videos a couple weeks ago and they're he's funny but it's got like a very weird midwestern feel to the whole thing uh but he i agree yeah he's he's a funny guy for sure yeah i never heard about him before like maybe like three four weeks ago Okay. Um, oh, iDubbbz kind of did a hit piece on Cartnarks. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, what, what was that about? Uh, I just don't think he likes the method that this guy uses to attack people, uh. I guess. I've always had a problem with certain ways he... Like, I don't mind if you go after them once or twice, but at, if you just continue to harass them over and over again on purpose to, like, make them mad... Like, if they mm-hmm. get mad right away, then it's one thing. But if you're sitting there and, like, poking and poking and poking, then it gets to the point where I'm like, okay, you're being just kind of an asshole. Like, they were an asshole also, but now you're also being an asshole. You know what I mean? I've always mm. kind of thought that about Cartnark a little bit. Yeah, even more Mama Max things this week. Uh, uh, was there? I just I saw people talking about it, but I thought it was all the same the same stuff. No, even more things coming out. He's a uh, gray gray. Okay. I yeah. I I don't know anything about this guy really still. Yeah. Uh what else? Um I guess the last thing I had was the Jake Doolittle apology video, unless you had anything else. <laughs> no. Uh Jake Doolittle put out it was like a 3-minute apology thing. Yeah. Um not really apologizing to Ethan. He never, no. he never apologized to the person he made the video about. It almost seemed like he wasn't denouncing the things that he said about Ethan. He never mm. said, like, oh, I was wrong about the things I said about this or that. He was just like, I'm sorry for uh, not saying that you had uh, medical anxiety. Or that mm-hmm. he was sorry to other people who had me- medical anxiety. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it felt a very um, non-apology apology. He apologized to everybody but the people he should have apologized to. And exactly, yeah, yeah. It seems like he didn't really get the criticism 100%. He understood mm. part of the criticism, but he didn't mm-hmm. understand that uh, even the the point you're trying to make is flawed in its logic, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing he doesn't seem to understand yet, I guess. Yeah. But maybe so. it's like he just needs to like. It's only it's only been so long. It, it give him a few more weeks, and he might be like, "Oh, I get it now. I was mm-hmm. just trying to do this to like uh, make a hit piece on somebody." Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. 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 I think one of the theories that I heard floated was that maybe he's somebody had to have been backing him to like tell him, "Okay, you this is." 
this is right, like, this is something you should do because it's important, and that maybe he got trolled into doing this by bad actors. Mm. It's a weird theory that maybe he's on some weird subreddits, like, and they're trolling him into doing something like this or something like that. I don't know. Well, well, people are, like, uh, you know nothing about this, but a bit, uh, the, about the Mama Max situation, people are talking about uh, ladies standing behind the doll, actually, so... Yeah, people are talking about, like, people behind the scene. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's all I had for this week. Anything else? Me too. Okay. Nope. Uh, I am bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. Uh, I'm bubbly, bubbly, blue. Bubbly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Another di- another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen.